the new thing that we're seeing with SS31 is that it's really been shown to help improve heart function. Um, patients with heart failure, which is where the heart just can't produce anymore and the lungs become filled with fluid, um, it, it can help there as well. Um, so it's, it's, that's the one that most people are going to be hearing about. MOTC has also been pretty out there for a while now. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance, and longevity. My name is Angela Foster, and I'm a former corporate lawyer turned high performance health coach. Each week, I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights, and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance, and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now let's dive in. Hi, friends. In this week's Bite Size episode, I'm sharing a clip from my interview with Dr. Neil Paulden. He's been on the show twice and he's always super popular. Um, we dive into the world of peptides and longevity and enhancing mitochondrial health. And I wanted to share with you this short clip where he talks about MOTC, a peptide that has been shown to enhance mitochondrial health and also some specific peptides that can help in terms of anti-aging for the skin. I hope you enjoy this bite-sized episode. If you want to listen to the full episode, it is episode number 255. mentioned a few other things there um you mentioned a couple of times Monsi. can we talk about that and the benefits sure yeah so Monsi is a, it's a what's called a mitochondrial peptide um there's three out there um uh, uh ss31 and humanin that work on reading frames with or parts of dna within the mitochondria itself which are now initially we just thought to be great for aging and mitochondrial health but of all now been linked to having other benefits. Uh, MOTC does a lot of things. And again, we're, it, it, we know that it works on um, AMPK, which is, an, again, an energy um, chemical hormone in the in the body itself. So it has great energy benefits. It also helps, similarly, AMPK has become what's called an exercise mimetic, meaning that it can almost, it can stimulate, it simulates exercise. Um, so you, it's like kind of like getting a workout without doing it. Obviously, pay, my, a lot of my patients, when they do workouts, will take it before. And they say their workouts are better because it's also anti-inflammatory um, as well. Um, it also works on it um, by working. It also is makes you more insulin sensitive, which is really helpful. Um, it also, because it works on APK, works on an enzyme called PG3, PGC1 alpha, which again, which induces mitochondrial biogenesis, which we talked about before the importance there. Now, these other studies are now showing that it, um, because of the way it works and decreasing inflammation may help with cognition, may have a link to helping patients with Alzheimer's disease. Um, and then also a couple of studies showing because of the way it works and muscle building can help women with sarcopenia and osteoporosis, which kind of leads back to some of the other conversations of things that women can take as they, uh, as they age. It's one of the ones I definitely recommend as part of my anti-osteoporosis, especially, uh, anti-osteoporosis program, especially women who already have, ne- have poor looking DEXA scans or low estrogen because they were prematurely menopausal or so on. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and you mentioned another couple there. It was SS31 and there was one other. Humanin. Humanin. Can you tell us a bit about those two and how they work? Sure. Uh, SS31 is um, was founded by two scientists. Um, again, founded in terms of the mitochondrial uh, DNA. Um, it, la- it hangs out on the inner membrane of the mitochondria. It initially was just found to be um, a really good an- antioxidant. 
Um, and that's kind of where it was initially uh, used for. Um, and now we're finding that it has other um, capabilities. We're now using it that it may, because it's anti-inflammatory component, um, can be very useful in terms of um, be using it as injections for tendinopathy um, or tendinitis. Uh, we're also using it now, a couple studies just came out, that it may help in terms of patients with um, Alzheimer's disease because of the ability to be, again, for the same reasons. So that's done through self and both these are both those are self injections. Humanin, um, it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of the forgotten brother there. It's not as easily available. Um, Humanin sometimes they feel couples really well with MOTC, um, as a, as a, as a combo. Um, again, same idea. It works on the mitochondrial DNA. Um, it's been linked mostly to, um, again, osteoporosis and, Muscle building. It also there's a couple small studies that link it potentially with infertility and PCOS. Um, it's not been as evaluated against, kind of not being as evaluated as the other two are right now. Right now, of all three of those, SS31 um, has um, many more studies. The other new thing that we're seeing with SS31 is that it's really been shown to help improve heart function. Um, patients with heart failure, which is where the heart just can't produce anymore and the lungs become filled with fluid. Um, it, it can help there as well. Um, so it's, it's, that's the one that most people are going to be hearing about. Motsi has also been pretty out there for a while now. Are these, um, sort of available easily in the U.S.? I know here in the U.K., if people wanted to get hold of peptides, it would be that they were only for animal studies and not for human use. U.S. they're available. Um, the U.K., and I know in U.K., no. Mm. Um, peptides are very hard to find. Um, I, certain, there's very few countries. I know the far um, and closer to Asia, they're more available. I've heard Germany, they're available. I know in Australia, they're not available. I think, again, it really depends on the country. I think Germany, they're available. They're much more open to the, for the, the science stuff. It's very all over the place. Um, so uh, that's what I know. I know. I've had patients who come here on trips. We'll, we'll get a vial when they went because it's legal here versus where they're coming from. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. I think. Now there's a lot more data behind them. Sooner than later, hopefully they'll become much more mainstream where everybody can get them. Are there any uh, downsides to the ones that you're mentioning there? Any risks that people should be aware of? I mean, right, like any medicine, um, especially, I mean, this early, we still don't know all the side effects to it. And in this case, we are working on the mitochondria. There are some good studies for the first two for MOTC and SS31. Um, it's something that with both of them, we, I cycle. It's meaning that we do, we're doing them for a period, maybe three or four months at a time. It's not something like a vitamin C where you're taking it forever or vitamin D, whatever example you want to give there. Um, and also I do have people that for some reason that's of all the injections or pills that I give, recommend to patients, they can be, they can have a, not a hive, but they can have like an itching reaction to it. It's the way that the supplement, the medicine is, as well as the way it's made, that I have a lot of people have to stop it because they have these hives or welts on them that they get from nothing else. So that's probably the biggest side effect I've seen, actually, is that patients just can't tolerate the injections, even if I go to really small doses. And at that point, it's not worth because they're pretty expensive. So if they're not, if it's not giving you great benefit, there's no point in doing it. But that happens about 20% of the time, maybe. But probably less than that, probably 10 to 15%, but otherwise not really. 
And are these ones only by injection? I know, for example, with BPC-157, for example, you can take it orally. Are any of these available orally? Not yet. We're not, not yet. Not, we're not close to that, I don't think, right now. I mean, there's two groups. When I mean, you mentioned the big one, I mean, GHK by far is the best in terms of skin care by itself. Um, the other ones that we tend to use is a lot of time is uh, BPC, which is anti-inflammatory and can help boost collagen. Um, then you have uh, CJC, which is a growth hormone booster, which is put in very small doses and some helps to make your skin look younger. Um, again, it's something to use really on a, on a as-needed basis. Um, then we have the Botox, what are called like the Botox peptides, which are lufazole and originaline, which simulate that type of reaction. It's not going to be anti-aging per se. It's more cosmetic appearance. Um, and then you have, again, there's a couple companies out there, I'm not sure if you want to be using brands or not, um, that has made their own proprietary peptide that's been shown to help with all the damage to the, the mitochondria, actually, and is getting more and more uh, penetration into the market as well, which has had pretty good success. So now a lot of these companies are all making their own proprietary peptides that are just theirs and that everybody else can't use. Um, that's kind of become the new and vogue one. So there's a, there's a bunch out there. This is stuff um, like sort of one skin, is it? Exactly. I'm referring to yeah. one skin out there. If you enjoy this podcast, visit femalebiohacker.com and be part of a special community of women looking to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. If you're tired of sifting through countless websites and books to find the answers to your questions about nutrition, fitness, hormones, mindset, spirituality, and biohacking, the search is over. I've done the research for you and every week we go live with in-depth masterclasses, Q&A calls and monthly challenges to help you transform your life. And when you join the collective, you'll have access to a wealth of information, including deep dive masterclasses and biohacking toolkits on our members' favorites like metabolic flexibility, gut health, stress and resiliency and stepping into your most empowered self. Get access and be coached by me and my team and level up your health, career, and life, all for less than a dollar a day. Go to femalebiohacker.com or click the link below to get started. And I'll see you on the inside.